The professional interests and personal priorities of our hosts result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. So your son-in-law, my husband, called it Snowmageddon. February 2021, Texas made nationwide news due to the winter weather, grid problems, power outages, frozen pipes, and more. We experienced quite a unique season here with the weather. My house personally experiences the power outages. We had a frozen pipe situation that meant the water had to be turned off. I mean, very, very thankful that it didn't turn into a bust pipe situation. Of course, need to get out to shout out to my handy brother and you and mom for being such a huge help during that time. What was your experience like during Snowmageddon? Well, as much like yours, it was pretty uh, traumatic, but um, we we learned some things, and we'll talk about those in a second. We, we spent more time together as a family than we normally do because we were stuck in, in the house. But it's fine. It was fun to have you and little man come over for a few days, and when your power went out, that was that was fun. We had uninterrupted <laughs> time with him, which we really, really get. Yeah, I know. The most traumatic for little guy was the alarm system safety feature in our house. When the power cut off and cut back on, there's this ear-piercing alert every time that happened. Well, even in the midst of it all, I mean, we had some unique things we did. We put up a tent in our bedroom. Little guy got to eat in our bed while we tried to stay warm under layers of blankets. He built an awesome snowman with his dad. We ended up making s'mores in the fireplace at one point. And I sure hope that he has some moments that he remembers from Snowmageddon and that it's those things like the tent and the s'mores and the snowman. Even in the midst of those unexpected circumstances that everyone encounters, it, I think it's possible to weave in unique and engaging experiences. What is the importance of experiences and positives in these challenging moments? First of all, it's important to understand that children and adults, for that matter, remember things that impact our emotions in a very significant way. Uh, those experiences, both positive and negative, get stored in really different parts of the brain. And what happens literally is when we get things that cause us to be triggered by those things, we remember the positive and the negative. It's really, they get into a tug of war. The hmm. negative things that happen in our stomach getting and the positive things get in a tug of war for getting space on our memory. And it's important to have those, those positive experiences to counterbalance the sense of loss, the sense of sadness, the disruption of the regular routine. So we need positive experiences in the life of a child to keep them balanced. Very true. So now when I think about the pandemic is a shared crisis that so many of our current listeners can relate to in a very significant way. Even in moments of crisis like the pandemic, you can think about some positive outcomes. So I wanna talk for a few minutes about what I'm gonna call, what I've called our personal pandemic positives. I mean, everyone being in the house for breakfast, lunch, and dinner during that hardcore phase of lockdown was a pandemic positive for us. The rush to get out the door can often be mean we got some hurriedness and a little bit of a frenzy start to our day, but the pandemic put that on pause for a while. I would have to say that's that's a pandemic positive. Yeah, 
<laughs> I'm thinking about the Zoom calls that happen across the country with your cousins, and I'm thinking about your mm. one of your brothers yeah. who showed up as all those calls as a stand-up comedian, and I thought <laughs> it was just great fun doing that. Uh, you know, I'm not a movie watcher, but during the pandemic, I have actually started learning to enjoy watching movies. Your mom and I have some favorite things we do together, which we didn't have before. We lock into that. We, and I've done some binge watching, which is kind of, you might be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to say that. I've done some binge. Your binge watching I've been, shows. I've, I've, I've done some binge. Your, your mom and I, you we, we, we sat down and we did some binge watching. I won't tell you what we watched. <laughs> did some binge watching. And I still remember your mom cooking meals in the fireplace when all the power was out. She mm. cooked uh, bacon and fried eggs and then pancakes in the fireplace. Wow. Who would have believed it? And we did s'mores too. So, uh, and I remember snuggling up in warm blankets during that time. I, I, those were a very positive experience. And quite frankly, I remember those more than I do the negative. Yes. I remember those kind of do the power went out. We had to, you know, do all kinds of things to try to keep warm. But somehow those are like a distant memory because of the positive experience we had as a family together. Well, and I know you you know about this we've talked about this but i'm thinking about those positives again in unique circumstances and i go back to the, the pandemic and little guy's birthday happening now if i can put myself out there and really you know brag on myself one of my proudest pandemic moments centered around little guy's birthday now we weren't messing around with that lockdown early on and i knew i wanted little man to wake up to a special birthday and him to know that even though there were a lot of unknowns, it was still known that his birthday is really special and he's really loved. So I decided part of that waking up to a great birthday meant he was going to have some donuts. Now again, hardcore lockdown initial phases. How am I going to get him some donuts? Well, I made donuts and I was honestly pretty proud about that. He loved them. He was excited about that. I accomplished my purpose. Now, I also have to admit, I recognize the reality that since things have opened up more, he hasn't asked me to make donuts again, even though he has asked to go to his favorite donut shop. But anyway, I accomplished my purpose in a special moment, even though the circumstances weren't ideal. I commend you for making those donuts. So that explains why he wanted to go to the donut shop. <laughs> as much as he did. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe that explains why he had that. Granddaddy, granddaddy, take me to the donut shop. And he realizes, I guess, even more so now why he loves the donuts from the donut shop. But <laughs> I, I was going through my mind and my list, and you mentioned them. You mentioned the, the family Zoom calls. Some family members we would normally only see in person every other year from my immediate family. Family members I honestly would not have predicted would be willing to sit in front of a camera coming on using technology laughing celebrating birthdays escaping honestly some of the unknowns in the, the the difficult realities to get comfort and connection with family what is the significance of having relationships beyond the four walls of your family even in those moments of crisis what's the role of relationships and brain development before i go to that i must comment on what you said earlier because even as we sit here when you talk about the Zoom calls, I really get okay. happy feelings sitting here, thinking about sometimes eavesdropping on your with your, your mom's conversation with sisters. I mean, they really, you can tell they love each other, they have fun together. It is so rewarding to hear their excitement and energy. And that was a that was a positive experience. And that positive experience 
that happened before, it's really causing me to have an emotional response, a very positive one now. So mm-hmm. we can't we can't underscore enough the importance of, of maximizing the moments, enjoying the moments together as families during this pandemic and really seizing those opportunities. Well, uh, speaking of, of uh, relationships, uh, whether a person lives in isolation or not, uh, feeling a, a lack of social connectedness can be painful. Relationships are very, very important. And what I would say to you, there are certain things that relationships do. They improve mental health. Literally, spending time with family, especially face-to-face, uh, is really powerful in terms of helping. But also, really, relationships actually help children perform better academically. Wow. There's a relationship between academic performance and relationships. Uh, relationships lower the risk of behavioral problems. A lot of kids who feel socially isolated and don't have connections, they end up getting in trouble more. Relationships build self-confidence. Having people, you know, your little man's very confident because we, we try to tell him how, how much we're proud of him. And sometimes I wonder, is he, is he too confident? <laughs> He's got those those supersonic shoes that he has. He, he really is convinced that he can beat me in every race imaginable. Uh, and, and so it helps them learn how to build relationships. So relationships are very, very critical. Uh, and it also, it teaches them conflict resolution. So there are a lot of things that can happen in those very viable relationships we try to create a little man and we encourage others to do that families as well wow uh, we're of course having this conversation on the other side so to speak of the the pandemic in its earliest days but I, I can't help but even like you said even now i mean i'm just smiling and it brings so much joy to my heart thinking about these positives and i i, I mean i would be remiss i think to not talk about on the when we first started coming out of the pandemic and needs to lock down as much we had some amazing picnics I mean, that was a, a great part and a positive that stands out to me. That was when also our Saturday tennis outings became pretty regular and kind of popular there for a season. We had some, in my house, some sweet check-in calls with a couple from church, drive-in movie experiences. For me, I would almost say that those were some escapes for us. What is the importance of having maybe some healthy escapes during crisis like that? How can that help us cope with all that's going on. Well, you've heard me say, and I, I try to not get too technical, but literally sustained periods of disruption literally disrupts the architecture of the brain mm. for short-term and long-term. So when children are in those sustained periods of, inter- of disruption because of stress, it's disrupting their brain development. So when we, when we insert those, those escapes, as you call it in, it helps the brain get back in cycle. One of the things we know is when a child is met with loving, attuned, responsive relationships, it's really, it's really a powerful, it's powerful medicine, powerful medicine for the mind, powerful medicine for emotions. So those escapes are, are vital for, for children. So I would encourage our parents to really give proper focus to those, those relationships. Okay, so it's not in this context, but I've heard you use this example before. Believe it or not, I listen to what you say. I value what you say. But I remember before having a conversation where you used a rubber band analogy. I don't know if you remember, and I, but the conversation about the rubber band being stretched and stretched and stretched and designed to be stretched. Do you remember that example I'm talking about you've used before about a rubber band? That comes to mind with this. Do you think that would be one that would apply here? Yeah, what happens is a rubber band, if I can recall, um, is made to, it has bounds. And when you stretch it beyond its capacity, it loses its, it loses its elasticity. Mm-hmm. 
and loses effectiveness in the same way. If we have sustained stretching, stretching, it, it impacts the brain in a negative way. So that's a good, I think that that's a good analogy. Well, and I was thinking about even, even as you're thinking, listening as the adult, I'm just something I know for myself, the stretching and even in seasons of, of crisis and different things for me personally, it can be news exposure that, that that's the rubber band that I got like, oh, I can't read another article about this. I can't watch another news story about this. And of course, our children shouldn't be getting exposed and stretched beyond that. But I think, I mean, healthy escape in crisis, we want, I want to emphasize the healthy escape part, but it's very important to everyone's health. You know your dad, you know my tendency and uh, what I've been doing through the pandemic has caused me to have kind of a reset. It's forced me to be uh, slower, move slower. So these movies that we've been watching together, yeah. you and your mom, your mom and I, that, that's a, really been intensified through this pandemic. And I think it's going to continue beyond the pandemic. So I think that's a way for me to uh, stop the stretching that I tend to do. You heard me say this. Uh, according to someone else. I don't drink, smoke, or chew. I go with the girls that do. But after myself, I work too hard. Mm. And uh, so that's one of the one of the problems I have when we talk about sleep. I mean, sugar, you hear that one of the things I struggle with that I'm working on all the time is make sure I don't feed that that addiction to uh, more sugar than I need in my body. Oh. Well, even though a unique conversation and series of conversations, I always want us to wrap it up by sharing some practical and applicable ways as we wrap up our time together. And I was thinking about, we talked about a lot of positives, even in the midst of unique circumstances. So what is a brain-friendly food that you can think about that would be good for a celebrative kind of appetite, celebrative kind, celebrative kind of food? You always challenge me with these questions, but let me, <laughs> let me take a stab at it. I'll throw a couple at you. Uh, okay. Cheese and fruit sticks. Oh. Uh, that's uh, easy to handle. Okay. Uh, uh, easy to clean up. Uh, uh, something that the child can take in moderation that they enjoy. So uh, cheese and fruit sticks or maybe uh, grapes, strawberries, uh, things that are easy to handle. Those are things that come to mind that are can be excellent in celebration, but also be reasonably healthy. Okay. We talked about the healthy escape and everything. We talked about a lot of positives in this. How could we use some kind of a phrase or words of encouragement for a child who might be having a hard time? Because there is a lot of maybe things that might bring them down, but in that moment of it's a lighter moment, it's meant to be a positive, but they're having a hard time escaping the weight of a crisis. What could we say to encourage that child? Well, you know, I always go back to those three magic words were actually two two pairs of three magic words uh in fact the last time i was with a little man i said come here come here come here come here come over here <laughs> you know what i'm gonna say right you know what i'm saying right <laughs> he said well uh you love me i said absolutely <laughs> you know what else i'm gonna say right right i am special <laughs> and and quite frankly i did it in a moment when he didn't get what he wanted I saw the disappointment on his face and I wanted to redirect him. I said, you know what I'm saying to you, right? So that, that phrase, no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the challenge is, those three words of I love you and you are special are, are, are words that will re reset most children. I think those are powerful words to, to use on any occasion. Okay, can I add on to that? And, and I read somewhere, heard somewhere. So you said those three words and at the end of those three, you could tack on another three, no matter what. 
Because when you said that was a moment where he didn't get what he wants, maybe even if it's a moment of discipline, I love you. And then no matter what, I read somewhere someone talked about that. I was like, man, that you're special no matter what. So as we think about encouraging those little ones, those words are great. And 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 one of the things I, I hope we'll get to sometime soon, talking about how those words make a child feel safe. It's mm-hmm. important for a child to feel safe. Uh, no matter what the circumstances, you're safe with me. You're safe with these circumstances. And so if we make a child feel safe, that'll be a powerful thing we can give that child as a gift. So no matter what the circumstances our parents, uh, caregivers, teachers, always make your children feel safe. I was thinking about fun activities here. I mean, go-tos for me in our house and lockdown or no lockdown, a bottle of bubbles and some sidewalk chalk can be the start of countless fun experiences. Have fun just going outside in backyard, taking a walk. Any closing thoughts as we wrap up this conversation? I want to I want to lean into what you said about one of my favorite things to do as a little man is taking a walk to the park. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a park nearby and almost every time he comes over, we find our way to the park. And one of the things I enjoy, I see so many aspects of his character on the walk to the park. First of all, I see he's a leader. He always goes out front. He's, he's in front of me. He, he's leading the way. He's, he's like, going to show you how to get there. He, he's not waiting for me. He's leading the way and he jumps in front. Second of all, he's got that strong sense of competition. He wants to, he wants to get there first. And then he loves his independence. Because the moment he hits me, of course, I make him stay close to me. I make him look both ways when we get to the one across the street. So he has to stay pretty close to me. But then when we get to the open park and there's that open field, he just raises his hands in the air. And he runs as if he's experiencing a brand new level of freedom. He likes yeah. his independence. So I think that, as you said, get outside, enjoy the environment, and let them breathe that fresh beautiful air is one of the most important things you can do so i would say get outdoors enjoy the creation no matter your season of crisis the reason or the cause for it there are always some positives that can be found and enjoyed in that i hope that you are able to do that whenever you experience those challenging moments in life join us next time for more information in brain building blocks Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Thank you.